0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network
1: right episode one complete grits game week one game yeah, American grit done yeah game week one all complete all nicely wrapped up and a lovely little bow there's a lot uh, of expected results but still plenty of quality uh, yeah, and weirdly, the unexpected results we didn't even talk about. No, so welcome to the show. Yeah, that's it. You're just going to get it. it's top sixes. It's literally yeah, t- yeah.
0: It is. If you want if you want someone talking about Billy Sharp
1: or VAR at Leicester yeah. Wolves? No, no. In Go in right elsewhere, about... mate. Go well, elsewhere. Genuinely, what we have been talking about off air is to the Athletic. We've been I've talking about Martin starting a um, a new food podcast. <laughs> Uh, we're going to call it grits and gravy, which yeah. is, a, I think, it's a meal they have in the southern states. Delicious. Yeah, I can be gravy, and you can continue with grits. Or we'll get someone else in. You can audition for the role. <laughs> I don't know. Uh well, listen. Uh, enjoy the pod. Uh, Tell your friends about the podcast as well. Subscribe to the. If pod. you've got any, yeah. If you've got, you probably if you're listening to this, probably haven't. Yeah. But it's on all good podcast apps. We've also got uh, a nice new um, logo, haven't we? Yeah. Have I don't think it's actually soon? on the thing yet, but it might be next time. But if you we'll like you it, soon. just.
0: I, mean, I don't send want trying your to say. Logos.
1: Here. Yeah. Send, send, send in your logos. Send in your favourite uh, foods with grits. And some money. Yeah. Do send cash. <laughs> That'd be great. All right. Bye. I
0: hate,
1: I hate this because it's so weird. It's so jarring, isn't it? Just starting from a cold start,
0: literally yeah. a standing start. Yeah. yeah it yeah, is. Yeah. Well, it's business as usual, isn't it? Mm. Pretty much. Let's, let me start with that.
1: Is that what you're saying? Is yeah, let A bit more energy though, I reckon. Man City.
0: Business as usual.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. Done. Yeah. It's the season done. Is that how we
0: started? It's over. <laughs> it's, it's, sounds oh, like we've, we've been going. We've started. Leon, I, I, the producer's
1: just looking at me while eating his yoghurt going, yeah, this would do, this is gold. Good lad, Classic though. Classic so whistleblowers. He, he's, but he's picked a yoghurt, which is the, the quietest of the foods. He could have gone with, you know, nuts or... What are them things that you put in your mouth and they pop, 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 Yeah, like what are the they called? popping candy. Sort and there's videos of, thing. of people having them, then drinking a Coke, and yeah. the head blows Idiots. off. Idiots. But you're right, there, Martin. It is business as usual. The, uh, the Premier League's back. <laughs> it's back. Thank God. Yeah. We can stop pretending we care about other sports now. Tennis, for example, cricket. But you d- you did care about cricket. <laughs> I did as an ambassador for the world deeply. cup. I cared deeply <laughs> exactly. for
0: the cricket, and it was uh, and it rewarded me. But um, the it ashes did. the ashes is
1: not quite the same as a red Bull. No, not for it, It's not. But football, most importantly, is back. Uh, obviously, Championship and the league was back last week. But now Premier League is back as of the weekend just gone. Uh, Martin, do you watch the games? I've watched, I've, I've seen the roundups, I saw little bits and bobs of the games. Yeah. I saw a little bit of uh, Man United-Chelsea yesterday, which we'll come on to. So if you want to hear analysts, uh, analysts such as Martin Gritton talking about games that he's sort of bits and Part bobs so. of, you're in the right place. We're, we're very on brand for the whistleblowers. This is yeah. kind of uh, and, business and as usual for us. <laughs> <laughs> we don't Biz- actually watch any of the games. <laughs> business as usual for us. As well. uh, top three, though, they all won. Start the season as you mean to go on, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool on Friday just sort of blew Norwich away, didn't they? They did, but it was interesting because
0: it was one of those games. It was a horrendous opener for Norwich, being the showpiece match. um, They and they went at them. They 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 went to Liverpool and they said, "Sort it, let's go for it," because we're going to get beat. Like on paper, what the chance of us coming out with anything? So they actually took it to Liverpool, but it just it made them so open that you know, and Liverpool
1: were clinical that uh, Salah's goal was just you know an yeah. absolute textbook but, but didn't Norwich sort of show the reason why everyone else goes to Liverpool and Arsenal and United and Chelsea didn't it show why they go there and just sit in banks of four and defend Yeah, because if you don't do that you're going to get taken apart because as good as Norwich were going forward and they did create good chances and they probably created more chances against Liverpool at Anfield in the first half hour than most teams did That's in true. the entire game any time last season but it they were just completely wide open on, on the on the transition, on the well, break.
0: If you look at it though, the goal the own goal was an unfortunate one. Um, they at Liverpool were occupying the half, but if that doesn't go in, then maybe, you know, they they, they hang on and keep it a little bit tight till half time. Yeah. But there was inevitability about it. There was a, we saw a lot of that this weekend where teams would get a goal and then they would go and get a second quite quickly. You know, there was there was flurries and little patches of goals that were uh, in matches where a lot of goals went in whereas that's not always kind of a hallmark you normally shut up shop for a little bit but teams really
1: got at them there was a lot of quality uh, absolutely yeah but I can't I can't imagine that Norwich later on in the season would go to an Anfield or Etihad or Old Trafford and play that way If if the points are absolutely vital let's say come March or April they're not playing that way, are they? They must have seen this as an opening game away at Liverpool. It's a free hit, we're on Sky. Yeah. Let's just go and do what we did in the Championship. Play a our, our normal attacking game. But they're not going to do that when it really matters, are they? I know, I think you've got a point. I think the, the tactics will evolve throughout the season, but... But can he play another way? We didn't really see him play another way in, in the Championship. Well, let's,
0: let's see them when they're matched up against someone that's a little bit more of a
1: realistic yeah. challenge well, yeah.
0: you, I mean there's plenty of games because essentially outside the top six everyone should be beating everyone else and yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing and then, and then it does come down to the mentality for going for a win is more important than taking draws you know? Yeah,
1: but you, you're, you're an ex-pro first game of the season you've had all pre-season it's exciting you've got new signings come in although Norwich didn't have too many come in but you've got you know new aspirations for the season you go out half time you're 4-0 down <laughs> what what does that do psychologically to you? Um, It's it's a strange one isn't it because that's
0: uh, almost an anomaly I think uh, I think Wolves did themselves a great uh, respect by getting back into the game scoring a goal which you know uh, Norwich sorry sorry, not Wolves sorry Um, Norwich getting back into that game but the way that they went about their business second half, I'd say Liverpool somehow uh, probably took the foot off the pedal a little bit, and that, that's understandable. Um, and they weren't even at full strength, you know. No. I, it's that's the other proposition. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Listen, Norwich did well to, to salvage some respect out of that game, um, and as I said, Liverpool probably had one eye on.
1: I don't know, is it, the, is it European... Super Cup on week? Wednesday against sure. uh, against Chelsea.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's game management, isn't it, yeah. so
1: Well, that's so, the yeah. mad thing, isn't it? Game management starts day one now. Mm. It used to be that you'd have a you know, relatively easy Premier League campaign up to international break regroup and go again. But now it's just thick and fast. If you're a team like Liverpool who are successful, you have games non-stop and they're all important.
0: But where are we going next? Because there's another couple of belters this weekend. Let's not dwell too long on uh,
1: Liverpool. No, well, Liverpool, I was going to say, because Liverpool haven't really strengthened this summer, um, but their main rivals, I think we all sort of accept the main rivals are, are Man City. It's them two, probably. We'll talk about that later, whether the Spurs are closing the gap. But Man City have strengthened and in key areas... And they started their season as if they knew that it was already going to be about goal difference. They saw Liverpool <laughs> go and score four at home, and they thought, well, what do we do? Well, we go and smash West Ham, who have really strengthened this summer. There's yeah. not an easy game to go to West Ham at the moment, and they've gone and absolutely taken them apart. Mm. Um, what do you make of that?
0: Well I just think I think Sterling's head and shoulders above everyone else in the league at the minute and that's a league yeah just just
1: in, in terms of all-round and
0: community play shield, and yeah he's just a community shoot when he plays for England he's just he's a constant threat there's nothing that has ever been put in front of him that he's not been able to overcome and that's
1: and, I love uh, him and yeah he's amazing I absolutely love him. He's great. But as a bloke as well like he just seems like he's exactly the sort of player you want to have at your club. He's a poster boy for for every reason imaginable. However, for a guy who scores so many goals, he's still not quite there with the finishing. You think? Yeah, I, I mean, the Community Shield was a good example where he's, he's, he's going clean through, and I think he has too much time to think about it. Like, like Andy Cole used to be, again, mm. amazing finisher, one of the best scorers in Premier League history. But he just has that thing where sometimes he can overthink it a little bit too too much and I do think that all he's still really young Sterling but, but it's it, he's not a clinical finisher because he's not a striker that's his right that's, that's know, all I really thought sort of mean so I'd say Andy yeah. Cole
0: Andy Cole was clinical I know he took a lot of chances but the way that he strikes balls and whereas Sterling just pops up in, in the final third and it's like
1: there's inevitability about it because he just gets himself in the right position so yeah. many times and, um, and even though he might be a guy who who needs two chances to score three chances to score but he's getting five chances a game
0: I don't think he does at the minute no. I think, do you not?
1: I, did he not didn't he not didn't he score every chance he, he probably got yeah but I'm I, I, I mean, this is I, I love Sterling this isn't a I criticism really I this up in your head Mark you I don't know. think I have I he don't is. think he is a. he's not okay let's say it's then fitting let, a narrative let's say then Grits, we've got a one on one you can either choose Sterling or Kane to to be going through on the keeper who are you picking
0: uh, well
1: <laughs> you're ace <isolated. Not> <laughs> tell me who you
0: want well of course Harry Kane in that situation because it is his job to do it
1: but you could argue it's now Sterling's job. The amount of times he's in that position that he is... Yeah, by his pace. His pace yeah. gets him there. I just I just think he's great. Just yeah. think he's great. And I think he's going to get better and better. And I think he will get better at finishing. Right, so we've done Liverpool. We've done City. Uh, is it too early to say that Man City are going to win the league? Is it an insane thing oh, to say? i absolutely not. No, it's the, and it's one of those ones. What was it?
0: I heard that expression, you know, wire to wire. You know, they do in the American sports. Yeah. Where if you start at the top and then finish at the top, this could be the first time that City have actually done it where... Day, right, from day one. day one we've been oh, at the man. top i mean imagine that as an absolute crushing blow Um our uh friend of the pod miguel delaney i don't know if you've seen any of his scathing articles on man city and the slack yes, that and he the, takes from the, the abu dhabi group mm. yeah and but there's a lot of there's a lot of good value in what he's saying about it and, and how they're going about their business and Absolutely. so so business like on and off the pitch and it's quite disturbing isn't it I mean there's yeah. a there's a romantic notion behind teams like Liverpool and you know and uh, this is the thing if you're not a Liverpool fan then it's probably less so but for more of, the neutral of a, a Premier League neutral fan like myself yeah. looks at it and just goes well you know Man City you're hey.
1: going to use the word proper club?
0: Uh, not going to use the word proper club I'm just just, say, you look at Man City and you say how do we to be top of that because their bench yes. is now they're, they're terrifying
1: well, who was it who said as Mourinho said on Sunday that their B team would be a Premier League contender yeah. and I think he's I think he's probably right Yeah, the only team that can beat them are their own B team well, we no. said it last year didn't we we said the the best players that they'll face is, are themselves in, in training, training yeah. so imagine
0: that you're training like the, and how he, can you not
1: get better if that's what you're seeing every single well, day
0: Guardiola had that comment that um, if a player was a kilo overweight he wouldn't go on tour with them, and wouldn't travel. And we used to have, this was one of the weirder things for even at our lower level, um, if we were a kilo overweight, I think it was 100 quid, we used to get fined, I think I was playing right. for the Mansfield at the time. It was quite funny. Where 100 you quid per kilo? Per per kilo. And there was you a, there was a lad you come in three grand down. Well, this is it, at the end, of, <laughs> it was like cause it was just breaking even at the end of the month. <laughs> but it's particularly during pre-season when you come in a little bit, um, a little bit chunkier, yeah, you know, a little bit timber. But I, we would we would put a table next to the scales, and we'd strip naked. And this physio was quite old, and he was just like, oh, "Well, I don't want to name names." We just put a thumb on the table, and just when we we're on the scales, just take a wee bit of weight off. Yes. And I just go, "There you go, just there." And be, but we'd strip absolutely naked, like, go <laughs> like a on boxer. Sk- yeah, literally everything. <laughs> I was like, weight. "No, no way." And then if wow. I couldn't quite make weight, just put my thumb on the table. I'd I'd lose the weight pre-season anyway. And and the golden rule. The start of pre-season don't do too well on the bleep test don't don't give yourself some wiggle room absolutely it's a, I mean
1: it's stupid be, be the most improved player in the squad if correct. you can. correct
0: yeah. so by the end always I'd never get beyond like thir- 13-1 was about as good as you could hope for and then by the end of it try and get to about 13-10 yeah. So, yeah, so big old shift. All those managers I hoodwinked over what those you, years, sucker. What was your heaviest weight while playing? Oh, football? Th- that was dreadful as well. So, I went away to Shelburne twelve seven. I went on loan to this team in Dublin, came back 14 stone 7. And Paul Sturrock said, The hell are you been doing that Guinness, now? And I've Guinness, <laughs> Guinness, and I at Bubble Fish and Chip Shop. And we trained twice a week, and I didn't play. So, it was <laughs> yeah, a great I mean, combo. The only trouble <laughs> to you get 14 But, you know, 14 You're a tall
1: guy though. How tall
0: are you? 6'3. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm heavy now but at that time it was probably a little bit quite we're heavier than you were at all
1: yeah you know as years <laughs> know long that means chody um. <laughs> very chody um we might get yeah, back wait. to that later on but let's I mean,
0: let's move back just saying the pre-season time the fact that
1: they're just absolute athletes and yeah. there's no there's
0: nothing on them and everything's done to the you know
1: well you watch their, the their instagram degree. videos now and, and even when they're going abroad for two weeks on holiday they've got the personal trainer and the nutritionists and mm-hmm. stuff the guy's there are no people anymore at that level who I think are unprofessional. You don't get that far. No. You don't stay at that level for any sort of length of time unless you are committed 100%.
0: Even at the lower level, even when you see, like I said, I was at Torquay. I was doing the commentary for a Torquay away at Bromley in the National League. And just those guys, yeah, this gone, yeah. weekend just gone. And the way those guys look after each other, and the, uh, look after themselves, sorry. Oh, I've got a
1: scoop on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, the,
0: but the way they way look that, after each other. The, just pats on the back, you know, general, yeah, yeah. you know, ah, come on.
1: Read it between the lines, on, play I better. know what you're saying.
0: Um, <laughs> but the, just the, the professionalism at that level, yeah. whereas it's something that I'd say that we had, but not to that to that degree. And also just the, the mentality towards drinking and various things yeah, yeah. like that, it's just not not quite the same.
1: Do you think if you were at the top level, Man City, let's say, that you'd be able to stick to that level of professionalism at all times i think it's
0: quite i think it's quite easy to when you've yeah. got that motivation and I the whole squad's th- doing it exactly as well. when yeah. everyone around you that and also you're getting paid well enough to do things right yeah. you know when you actually get used to having oh eating well or you know you get into things don't you and yeah becomes slightly more you're like this is the setting your own
1: standards you know yeah so, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I, I, yeah they're, they're absolutely breaking the mold
1: Right, we're going to go to a break now. Uh, before we do that, though, I've just had a missed call, actually, from... Uh, Who's that yeah, from? It, It's from Reese James. You know Rhys James from Mot the Week? Did I used to have him really well. a while ago. But, uh, well, he left a voicemail, so maybe we should check that out. Should I should also say, actually, Rhys James is doing Edinburgh at the moment. He's at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. He's at 6.30 every night at the Pleasant Courtyard, up until Hopefully. the 25th of this month. So if you get a chance to see him, do go and see him. But let's check out his voicemail first. This is the Vodafone voicemail service for... The Whistleblowers... Please leave a message after the tone. When you finish recording, please hang up or press the hash key for more options.
0: Hi, Mark. And hi, Martin. Um, not really had time to watch any of the matches because I am in Edinburgh. I don't have any access to the internet. And the pubs keep showing Scottish games.
1: Great insight into the world of football from over the border in Scotland. There from Reese James. Uh, thanks, Reese. Yeah, thanks. Reece. It almost sounds like the
0: Scottish football just ended him there a little bit. <laughs> Although I do think that him walking into any pub that's showing Scottish football, he's. But I don't know how he hasn't getting assaulted or how what the I change did.
1: emptied out the pocket. His pocket yeah. bullied into like, a, like a cartoon bully, and they grab him by his ankles. Yeah, just sort of shake him down, softy. Well, Google know? his image if you don't know what he looks like, and then just sort of laugh at it, and just do what you want with it. I don't care. He will be brilliant to see in Edinburgh. So um, yeah, I would he's, urge anyone to go that's
0: up there.
1: He's good stuff. Uh, talking of Scotland, um, you're Scottish, right? Next bit, Kieran Tierney. <laughs> yes, let's yeah, well, at least give me one. So I wonder about this. You're a Celtic fan. He's unbelievable, Kieran brilliant Tierney. Funny. How good is he? So he's got, He's just gone to Arsenal. If you didn't know this, I'm sure you do. Arsenal's gone and got him for 25 million quid. Finally, got a, what I think is a proper left back. But Martin, you're you're in a better position than yeah. most to talk about him. Absolutely brilliant. Um,
0: different sort of player to Robertson. I always compare him to more like Bale. When Bale started at Tottenham, when um, he has that kind of oh, like quite hulking physique, but just relentless, quick like his defenders, got better and better and better um, uh, for us at Celtic, but was a, a leader on the pitch as well. So Arsenal have got an absolute steal there. It was and, very cheap. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? And I, d- I don't know if that's, you have to th- look at perhaps what his contract was at Celtic, because he was such a big Celtic fan. He was there forever. I doubt he was on massive wages there, even if he's on 20 grand a week. Yeah. that's You can buy someone out of that. as You justify 25 million. Yeah, yeah. So um, Arsenal have got a really good player there. I'd say that he's one to watch to develop because he can play anywhere down the left. Like again, yeah, like yeah. Bale, you know, and he's got a goal in him. He's you know he's he's a very very good proposition for Arsenal to to have this season. Big comparison there from Grits. Yeah, yeah, and I and, you know I, I don't say it lightly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's strange for Scotland, I think, at the minute because with him and Robertson, they're really stacked, but only in one position and at left back. Scotland are absolutely world class. That's great, isn't that? and it's interesting because at the moment that that. England have got a similar thing with right-backs, I think. And this weekend, I think, really highlighted that. With the right-backs at the minute, we've got Trent Alexander-Arnold. always go with Alexander Armstrong. I almost say that. The guy from Pointless. Yeah. Alexander-Arnold. For Liverpool, great going forwards. Maybe not as good going back, but again, a great assist on Friday night for the... uh, Was it the Origi goal? Then we've got Kyle Walker, who all of a sudden, he shaved his head. Yeah. He's gained a yard of pace because of it. Yeah. They brought in Cancelo to to give him some competition, and it looks like already he's given a kick up the arse because he looked unbelievable against West Ham. And then you got Wan Bissaka, who was getting all sorts of plaudits last year. First game at Old Trafford, seventy-six thousand people against Chelsea, and he was unbelievable. He's ruthless,
0: isn't he, Wan Bissaka? Yeah. Absolutely not overawed about being at Old Trafford at all. Not
1: at all. Just it, a brilliant. The first player. thirty seconds, he just chased yeah. down, I think it was Pedro, and just just. Oh, no, it was at Emerson in the first 30 seconds. It yeah. was just unbelievable. No, he's a, he's a brilliant signing. But what and do you do if you're England? Where, 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 what do you do? Did you play Trent further forward? Do you do you say, Kyle Walker, thanks very much, but you are the elder one of these three? Maybe we can start well, to g- look at the next generation well, Yeah, as
0: but Well, Southgate's got a, a way that he wants to play, and the best thing about it is he's worked with players like Wan-Bissaka when he was younger, so he knows what he's going to get from them. Yeah. So if he's looking at it and saying, well you know, I want someone to do a job for me there. But if he's looking for a bit more, you know, it's Trent uh, Alexander-Arnold uh, can deliver at set pieces. Mm. So he might look at his team and say, all right, it's stacked there. But he's got to pick one. He's yeah, got to pick yeah. one and, and play them. Uh, Wambasaka I probably would give a chance to because he's not had a sniff
1: yet. You know what he's what not I think, a do you know what I think he'll be amazing at wan is if in those games, both international and let's say big champions league games or league games for United, the, the rare time it happens, but when you need a man-marking job, I think he'd be unbelievable mm. at, at picking up a uh, I don't know Ronaldo or Messi, whoever. I think he'd be that sort of guy. He'd he's athletic. Moral, he's he's unbelievable on yeah. He's he's great one on one. He's so strong. So who are you having out of those three? Who's who's your let's yeah. let's rank them. Uh, all right, well, it's, I think for a start, I think you, if you've got two that are that good that are
0: younger, you go with the younger ones because you've got to give them a chance to blood them and let them come through because they could be guys
1: that play 100, 100 caps. Right. Do you know what I mean? You look at... Let, let's take the England out of the equation. Just as, just as players, who do you think are the best of those three? It's very difficult, isn't it? I mean...
0: I'll base it on who I would want as my right back. Yep. Uh, and I'd probably go wan Only yeah. because he's got this aggression, the tenacity that I want from a full-back. Alexander-Arnold can, can sometimes look a little bit lightweight. That's harsh because he's young and he's he is young. lightweight. But um, yeah, yeah. his quality on the ball is something that... He's a midfielder, right? He's yeah, exactly. It's something that you don't necessarily need from your right back. It's, all, it's a lovely yeah. thing to have. Kyle Walker's been brilliant. Uh, uh, for Man City but I, as I said i pick, I pick the younger just in terms of having yeah. a, a more longevity
1: um, Not even mentioned Kieran Trippier who's now playing for an elite European club oh, he was before it? but he is now as well and, and you know fair play to him going abroad let's not forget only a year ago he just had an unbelievable World Cup so for him to not be in the conversation shows how strong we are in, in that well, position Well
0: Spurs get a bit Spurs fans gave him a bit of stick as well and got a bit fed up with him about some of his kind of consistency but yeah. interesting that you know we'll come on to Spurs now because the he was one of the dissenters of Poch, you know, and yeah. and you've got, I mean, Ericsson coming off the bench and making a difference. But Vatonga, but wasn't, wasn't he
1: not even in the he squad? He was just in the in the stands
0: yeah, watching and, on. And, with and the... you've got you've got other guys in the in the team that are just like want away, and it's weird, you know, because you think that he's
1: built something there. Yeah, I mean, he has, hasn't he? But I, I, it feels like there has come a point with Tottenham, with Poch at Tottenham, where he's he's decided. I've taken this group as far as I can yeah. and rather than me leave, I'm going to start a new generation and sort of rebuild again and reinvent the side. It's like Madonna, right? Every 10 years changing herself entirely. <laughs> That's what he's doing with well, Ferguson did it, didn't he? Ferguson always did it at United. Yeah. And he made some big... He had three great squads and he had a couple yeah. of, you know, not so great ones. Yeah. But I think these, these signings they've made, I mean, I, I look at Ericsson and I think, yeah, he's, he's great when he's on form, but he's... He often goes a missing a fair bit and I think if you want to bring in Les Elso that's absolutely fine. Eriksen will probably go. Ali's been really inconsistent for the last 18 months. Had a poor World Cup. Didn't really recover last season. Maybe it's time they're going to make a couple of changes so they'll get 100 mil for Ali. They'll get 40 or 50 for Eriksen now last year of his contract. How do you replace those players? Though?
0: This is what I'm saying. and I don't know if there's good enough players out there and the fact that Maybe they just need to. Well, it's it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, after watching Man United uh, and the way that they played, because um, Spurs still have this consistency, like Kane, they, they've
1: got the linchpins, they've got the yes. backbone that they can build around. Absolutely, um, and they've got they are absolutely stacked in midfield. Spurs, hmm. they've got some, they've got what United don't have, which is. For a start, just a midfield of any description. But then Spurs' midfield is great, and it's, it's, the depth of that squad is amazing. They've got, who have they got in there? They've got uh, Ndombele, the new guy. Mm. So, They've got... Um, Sissoko. Yeah, Sissoko. Sissoko, I mean, one of the best players of the season last year. He, was, he might be playing at right back this year, it looks like. Um, Winks, who's back and fit and mm. is great. We talked about Eriksen and Ali. Mm. Now La Celso as well. Yeah, it's uh, Wanyam I mean Wanyam is a good play he's on his way out it's, yeah, he's, yeah he's not He's not brilliant but he he would get into United's first team right now do you think? absolutely they haven't got on midfield
0: well yeah Pogba was impressive though
1: yeah well yeah. Pogba was I think was we'll get onto that in a second but Spurs home to Aston Villa in a month Harry Kane never scores in struggled for 70 minutes they dug it out and that's the important thing isn't it? good Villa team as well enjoyed watching Villa play
0: John McGinn class quality. Like there's going to they're going to cause a lot of problems this year and Absolutely. it feels like they've come into the Premier League like a ready-made Premier League team. Yep. Kind of like Wolves did last year, but Wolves still took a little bit of time to settle, but you can see Villa being a really good outfit from
1: the get-go. Yeah, yeah, Grealish and uh, and McGinn, I think yeah, real real good. They're the sort of top 6, top 7 Club quality players, I think those two. It was a high tempo game as well. It was good. A just, I think, tied out a little bit. And that's to be expected. It's, it, it is that little, it's that fraction more physical than the Championship. And people don't really realise that. It's is that little bit quicker all over the pitch. Um, so we've done Tottenham, we've done Liverpool, we've done Man City. Well, we were on United. But we were talking about their midfield. So let's go straight onto them because on, they were. Tell me why you thought Pogba was so good? Because I'm I'm a huge fan of Pogba, but yeah. I don't think he was. Well,
0: no, I, I, when I say he was good, I said he was impressive because he, he assisted two goals. This is what Pogba does. Pogba, you turn around and say that he, you know, he didn't have a great game for him, and he still assisted two goals. Absolutely, you know, and it's it, he's kind of relentless in that way. With this that fancy football that I play, there's this like kind of the scoring system. He is just a points anomaly. Like, right. he might not see him do anything in the game, but he just racks up points. And I think he's always doing something. He's yeah. like, he's a, a, in either box or, you know, and just in the way that he marauds through the midfield. But I like the, the pace of Man United. I know that um, people were probably critical of Lukaku getting sold, particularly when he scores four in his debut for Inter. But, um, pre
1: season friendly, let's, let's yeah. keep uh, that in mind.
0: Still, there. um, Rashford and Martial, and there was just a nice
1: balance and speed and Real pace. Real mobile, yeah, that's yeah. just great going forward, aren't they? Well, there was a really good piece today in Football Three Six Five um, where they talk about Pogba, and they say that it seems unfair that he is judged on doing everything in the game because no one else, no one else is. His his whole vibe is he will contribute at an extremely high level for ninety seconds at a time, a couple of times in the game, and inevitably something will come of that a goal will be scored or a chance will be created, whatever it is that's how you should be judging Pogba he's not a guy who's going to be sprinting non-stop he's not a kante and we know that and I don't know why we haven't why, why the journalists generally haven't Understood that yet?
0: I think Jonathan Lou wrote that piece last year as well. Wrote a Did a Yeah, yeah, really good piece on it. Basically saying we, So journalists we have Well, we know, but oh, Jonathan certainly uh, highlighted it. And it's worth going back and having a look because this stuff's always brilliant. Um, but the fact that we shouldn't be ju- we, we put him up against the best in every category, don't we? Right. We put him up. Well, he should be doing at not He should be doing, and uh, he should be scoring goals like like Lampard used to he should be passing balls like Paul Scholes used to he should be tacking should be, up Roy Keane, yeah he should yeah. be crossing balls like David Beckham it's like well if you can't really judge him on all these things yeah. but when you do put him up against everyone he's never he's not found wanting you know he can deliver in, in pretty much every, but in every also, vertical
1: absolutely but there's also off the pitch There's seems to be a strange way people judge him like okay he does Instagram alright dad it's fine you're allowed <laughs> to do Instagram he's, he's a brand he signed him because he's a brand and he adds value to your company right that's, that's what's happening yeah
0: but it's like... Yeah, Stormzy isn't announcing you, Dad. Stormzy no. isn't announcing Dad, you, Shining.
1: Yeah, all right, he likes to dance. Well, you like to dance as well, just leave him alone. <laughs> but it's interesting that the, 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 the uh, comparison with Ericsson, for example, another player who goes missing in games... Doesn't get the stick for it. Another player who announces before the season that he wants to have a new challenge. What are you saying? No here, one Mark? says what are you actually it? saying here. I'm saying there's It's just unfair. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't. Think, well, I don't yes, think it's racism no, involved. No, no. But I think that there's definitely seems to be people don't like Pogba. Okay, fine. You're allowed to not like people, but people don't have the same problem with Ericsson
0: how about that Sky studio though I can only imagine Mourinho and Tunes (laughs) frothing (laughs) yeah just
1: being like oh yeah but did you see how Sooners talked about the ball for Rashford second
0: no they went
1: um the the I think it was um Dave Jones was the anchor in the studio and he says uh you've got to admire that ball from from Pogba you?" and he goes yeah but he's capable of that (laughs) and you go all right well yeah but yeah so celebrate it then it's like saying, "Oh, yeah, well, Messi went round everyone, but yeah, that's what he does." That's, so that's, let's move yeah, over, let's, yeah, mo- yeah, let's skim yeah. over it. They were both waiting; they were waiting oh, there for Chelsea to win were. that game so they could stick a knife in him. Mourinho, just yeah,
0: he's giving it the good guy Mourinho uh, routine, which I always find. I like, love the good guy just, Mourinho. He's just straining to keep the smiles up, isn't he? He's like, oh, "No, I'm a good guy." Yeah, good guy. he was great though; he was yeah, really good no, value. He was good value. That's. I mean, you can't get better value for the Man
1: United Chelsea. Uh, yeah. Absolute box office. Yeah. Um, On that note, um, I want to introduce a new feature to the show. This is called Worst Take of the Week. Next week, we'll probably have a jingle of some description, I'd imagine. Leon? Leon's a... Worst Take. Nodding at me. (laughs) But for now, we'll just uh, do Worst Take of the Week. And it's not a specific... Normally, it's gonna be like a tweet or something online, and we'll look at it, and we'll see it's a terrible take, and we'll dissect it. Yeah. This week, it's not a specific individual tweet. It is, however, the hashtag that was trending after that Chelsea United game, which was Lampard out. Oh... Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, that game, as Lampard said afterwards, was never a 4-0. And I do agree with that. I thought thought they were extremely unlucky. But the whole point of this is Lampard came in with the expectation that actually they're allowed to not challenge this season. They're going to have young players. You can have a transitional season where you can't sign anybody, get Lampard in, get the kids in, and have a go at it. And yet, (laughs) literally two hours into the season... And this is trending. I mean, it's madness. It's got to It's madness. It's irony. It's an irony. There is a level of irony to it, but there's also, there, there are a lot of people who are so, especially with social media, I think it is, they are so aggressively arsoles. in the moment. They're just arseholes. Yeah, of course there's are just arseholes, but there's, there's some people that, that need literally instant gratification. And if you don't get it, get out. You're, you're done. I just think it's madness. I mean... It... It is, uh, yeah, and that's. It's not even a take.
0: Is it? It's just almost like an embarrassing.
1: Well, don't, don't take the feature down, mate. Yeah, no, uh, it's a good feature. Um,
0: the, but that Chelsea team, you just go. Uh, almost, was it? Too, did he? Did he throw too many of them in the deep end? Because I'm thinking. No, I don't think he did. No, but uh, but the, all three of those players, like so Tammy Abraham, Mason Mount, and who was that other young lad that he played that comes through the system? So the lads that are like. Just been thrust. They're away at Man United. It doesn't mm. matter what you're away at Old Trafford, and you've you were playing Championship football last yeah, yeah, year, yeah. and you're like, yeah, but okay, and you get four 0 defeat.
1: How pick your chin up for the next next so we're week? got to play Liverpool. Do next. you know what I mean? Oh, it's not. It's a pretty thankless. Thing. Absolutely, but it, it, it's it's a steep learning curve, and they they will learn a lot from these games. Plus, I know it's ifs and buts, and you know whatever, but they really could have scored two or three in that first half. Well, they hit the post twice. They had good openings you know it is one of those things that, that game could easily have been reversed maybe not 4-0 but it could have been 2-1-3-1 to Chelsea even if so Sanans. basically hashtag Lampard get out can F off F's and pots and
0: pans Mark that's what they say is that what they say that's
1: Scott, what then? they say right. um, yeah I, well, well I hope they
0: bounce back because I I Admired uh, Frank Lampard's uh, time at Derby and Jodie Morris as well. Jody I want Morris. to see them do yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. So listen, they'll, they'll bring them through, and I, they won't be afraid to make difficult decisions.
1: Yeah. Right, we're run out of time. Um, that was a fun first podcast, though, Grits. Wasn't it's, it? It's good to be back. We didn't talk about Sheffield United annoyingly. We'll talk about them in the future. Game we, week we, one. We're here every every week. Uh, do subscribe if you like it. Tell your friends about it because we would like some listeners. <laughs> uh, I didn't even mention bloody Wayne Rooney. It's gone to my club. Wazza, Wazza, well, thirty-two red. he jumped well, to, to thirty-two red, but still. And, he's, and he's put thirty. Number 32 on his back so Let's talk about his. this when he comes over and scores a couple of hat tricks. Uh, right. Until next time, I've been Mark Smith. That's been Martin Gritton. Cheers. Cheers. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit PlaybackMedia.co.uk. Sports
0: social podcast network.